0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC.
1: Thanks for listening to the Bart and Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN.
2: All right, we're rolling into hour number three of Bart and Han. Alan Han, Bart Scott, 98.7 ESPN on a football Friday. It's championship weekend, championship Sunday. We've got two games that both have compelling storylines. The Chiefs and the Ravens, the 3 o'clock game Sunday for the AFC Championship. And then for the NFC Championship, the San Francisco 49ers host the Detroit Lions. Can they make history? The Lions, can they get there? Papa Smurf watching this game. How is he watching this game? Patrenacy? Need- Patrenacy like on hold? Or is he going to need it throughout the game?
3: If his brown is going down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's how that's Just, based, how just based
2: on a conversation you and I had off air, I don't I just <laughs> – that one hit me a different way. <laughs> $800. <laughs> what's that? What do you be that?
3: Um,
2: by the way, bottom of the hour, we'll get back into the next conversation. And you know who wants to jump into that convo? <sighs> Actor, writer, it's Jerry Ferrara. Jerry wants to be part of this conversation. He he's had it. He's had it with me. He's had it with Scary this whole Jerry. situation. So he wants his take. He wants to offer his take. We'll give him the opportunity. And you know he's a Giants fan, a big Giants fan. So we probably should mm. ask him about Do we the Bill, Bill Belichick. Yeah, Bill Belichick stuff, right? So yeah, Jerry Ferrara is going to join us uh, bottom of the hour. But right now, of course, we have calls to get to, and uh, and eventually, of course, we have Alex Monaco to get to when it comes to lunch money. Uh, Jules is in Queens with an interesting question for you, Bart
3: hey how you doing guys? love the show
2: Thanks. um
3: I, um, another name I actually, before I get to my question, I wanted to throw in the hat about in the AFC is CJ Shroud emerging also as well. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, I forgot that. Yeah, he was the MVP candidate, only five interceptions. Mm-hmm. You know, best rookie season, only getting better. Guess what? They have like 53 million dollars under the salary cap. Yeah, so let's they-
2: just let, let's not try to elevate him that quickly. At a good first year, wow. let's let's keep it going. But yeah, yeah. He, he, you know, yeah. Let, let's let, let him do some more things before we put him in that conversation.
3: You don't want to be a prisoner of the moment, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, we all do that. We all do that. Um, but a question
3: for Bart and um, Han: You can chime in also. Why you. do you guys think the Why do you guys think the the line is at seven and a half? So, um, I think it's a trap. It's, it looks like a trap. That looks ooh. too easy. That looks too high.
2: Derek Goff is okay. zero and five against uh, the Niners. Okay, There's
3: and also, 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 if you look at it. Um, the the home team usually gets three and a half. Um, so you you consider the fact that the weakest unit in 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 the game is the secondary for the uh, for the for the Lions. Like you worried get, about, yeah, yeah. The, those corners are phew, trash. I mean, you saw what Puka Nakua did. What Mike Evans had 182 yards receiving. That's what you get concerned with. Every everybody else, you know, like the line, the the, the offense for the Lions are equal to the offensive line of. Uh, San Francisco, maybe even better. But you think about the running backs, you know. Even though you know they have two, and and McCaffrey's one, but those two both ran over a thousand yards, you know, close to a thousand yards. So that's that's different, you know. But you know the, the the discrepancy is just like the secondary and the easy and ease in which they give up the points, you know. So that's what my concern is. That's why I think the Lions are gonna have to run the ball to try and keep that defense on the sideline so that they can be rested and only have to play limited possessions. Can't be going out there having three three and outs or something like that and, and it's only like a minute or so ran off the clock because you got incomplete yeah. passes.
2: Yeah, because Niners will dominate, dominate the ball. Well, you know, it's a great question to ask our, our, our weekly guest on the uh, on the betting side of football and that, of course, is Alex Monaco. Let's get into a little bit of your lunch money.
1: Let's get a little extra money in your pocket. Cheese and sour cream on the taco. This is Lunch Money.
2: Alex Monaco, of course, you can see him on MSG Networks, the Better Half Hour. He is the great personality. You can also see him, by the way, on our, our, our on our pregame shows on MSG Networks as well, breaking it down for Nick games and whatnot. What's up, man?
4: Let's go! Hey, it's it's a unique day, coming off a shellacking of a win, mm. and just how many talking heads on Natty TV land wrong about the Knicks? I digress because we're here to talk football. Did you take the over? Mention, did you take the wins
2: over for the Knicks this year? It was 45, I think, 45 and a half.
4: Again, as I say, I'm too <laughs> San Diego optimistic. I've seen too much sun not to hammer that over. I've touched everything. I got ah. them to win the East at 19-1. Ooh. I got them in the again for the okay. 51-year Annie. Okay. I'm teed up, ready to go.
2: Okay, yeah, so,
4: so you're right. Full belief.
3: Speaking, Full of belief. San Di- speaking of San Diego, congratulations on landing the big fish. Yeah. Well, the cheese, new putting coach. the cheese on the taco. You know what I mean? He, 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 you know they had to pay. Yeah, so I'm, gonna to that, I'm gonna have
4: to be that. I'm have to be that guy that kind of mends the 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 rivalry here between the the San Diego faithful and Ron Burgundy Land and L.A. Because <laughs> I'm still a recovering Charger fan, San Diego Charger fan. But if Spanos did that and finally got quarterback and coach right at the same time, I mean that's just you got you got to rock with. It. You got to wrap your arms around. It. And the full circle moment that Harbaugh used to be a San Diego Charger. I mean, come on. Uh,
2: yeah,
3: you know? absolutely.
2: See that? So it's all it's all coming we call, together. We call that synergy. I mean, you, you think about it, you get the exacta there and now you're just hoping for it all to come together and finally get you to the promised land because you know you are one of the franchises that uh, what how many do we say was left part that Twelve. has not, that has not won yet 12 that has not won a
4: Super Bowl they just better include San Diego in that victory parade. That's parade. all
2: I oh, yeah, The parade has to be in San Diego. You can't you do it go- in L.A. Nobody will come. <laughs> you ain't, lying. There's There's ain't nobody there. Just do
4: the Mario Kart lap all the way down the <laughs> Disneyland freeway, Dean. That's do it, it right. You screwed us down there. I mean, we lost Soto to the Yankees. I could, we, could, we could take this whole segment and talk that, but no, I, know, it's a good how time. How great down would that there.
2: be? If the Chargers tried to do a parade in L.A. and people are honking their horns, go, what are we doing? Move! Come on! What is it? The Chargers are having a Super Bowl parade. Who cares? Get out of the way. You make me late <laughs> for work. <laughs> All right, but let's get to whoever might get to the Super Bowl this year. So the, t- the two really compelling games. Well, we just had a caller ask a question, so let's start with the NFC side of it. The caller asked us why. So before you get into picking it, tell us with your expertise why the Detroit Lions would be a seven-and-a-half-point underdog in this game to the Niners when the Lions have been very good. You know you could see they have a great line. Why would it be that big of a spread in this game?
4: Yeah, it's a great question. It almost makes you look at the the betting painting and and try to outthink the room here because it doesn't mm-hmm. make sense. I mean, the Lions are seven and two on the road this year, gentlemen. they're a top two road cover and they're the number one cover in the league. they're the number one against the spread cover in the league. but to answer the question, Shanahan is a home favorite, has been dominant. And then, like Bart said before I came on, you know, you get a you get a field goal typically as the home team. So this is just Niners' home dominance over the last couple of years with Shanahan. But I just think we are sleeping on On the Scott family's Detroit Lions here, and this number. Are you giving me seven and a half? I will
3: take your seven and a half. I will take your seven
2: and a half. The the, the Lions haven't been an underdog of more than four and a half this whole season. So the fact that in this game that that they finally reach, that it would be seven and a half, it does feel like... Now, again... Is this the siren song, Alex? Is this what Vegas is doing? Come on, come on. you know you want to pay you know you want to place the bet on the Detroit. Come on, you know you want these
4: points. Is this just a way to get you in the door? It, it, that is a great question, Alan. I think that that could be. Now, they do need action on both sides. They live off the juice, but this Debo thing lumen, they're under five hundred record without him. The Purdy splits on wins and losses. The top two Detroit Lions run D. The Danny Campbell physical component. What happens, and Bart, I got those to you. In the Lions' den in the animal <laughs> kingdom of grown men playoff football, if the Lions show up as the more physical team, can Ooh, yes. anything happen? I mean, that's where I'm at in this game. I keep going back to yeah. the trenches, and I keep wanting to take the points.
3: And you saw what Arizona did as far as being able to set the tone, uh, you know, Green Bay, I'm sorry, and what Aaron Jones was able to do and running the ball down their throat and like had them on their heels and it took Brock Purdy with a, you know, game winning drive. You know, Brock Purdy showed me you a know, little little fear, like he blinked, like he it looked like the moment was a little bit too big for him and he wasn't willing to pull the trigger and throw into tight tight uh windows. If man, if the Lions go up, you know that's going to put tremendous pressure because they're the team that's supposed to win. They're a the team that has to win. They're a the team that because if if Brock Purdy doesn't win this year, what's the difference between him and Jimmy G? So like he, I'm sure he wants to get the bag and he wants to prove, you know, that he can be uh, a franchise quarterback. We'll find out how much the San Francisco Forty ers care about him when they have to address his contract in, yeah. in two years. But if they don't do this, who's to say they won't try and find a new another new arm? You know what I mean? To say, hey, man, he can't get us there. He came up big. He came up short. Yeah, he got hurt the first year. But so you it's need a, a lot, little more it's a lot dynamic, of pressure. right? You need yeah. more
2: dynamic at that position. Alex, the over under is 50. I, my, the last one I saw was 51.5. You can correct me if you have a different one, but that's the over under. That's a pretty high over under for this, don't you think?
4: So it's a high over under. And I want to see, you know, California weather. We saw what that rain did. I mean, yep. you got. Purdy he dropping pack, wiping his hand, mid three-step drop. Pretty fascinating <laughs> stuff crazy. there. I mean, you still got the the Niners coming in on the season, giving up 17 and a half. I, I tend to lean under in these games. I also want to speak on Jared Goff, the California kid who gets dragged in the indoor-outdoor conversation and the road home thing. He's, he's not too far from where he played college ball, where he grew up and ate home-cooked meals, not to mention – Is this not a mid-October-type NFC West comfortability feel for the guy who played in the division? I mean, he's just playing the Niners again. I think Mm. there's something with that. If you're calling a spade a spade, we have the better quarterback. Jared Goff is the better quarterback. The story, I'm trying not to fall in love with the story here. I just... The pr- all the football pressure in the world is on the Niners, and you felt the palpable energy in that first half with Green Bay. They already showed you it, and you know, Purdy's that guy, he's a mechanical quarterback. He's not Mahomes, he's not Lamar. He has to have everything go right in the pocket. It's got to be clean, it's got to be timing. I'm sorry, life don't work that way, baby. So let's see what he does when everything's not perfect on Sunday. I'm gonna take the Lions. I might sprinkle on the money line. I gotta sleep on it another another night though before I I fire (laughs) on that.
5: Yeah,
2: so Jared Goff, a career three and six. He's lost his last five starts against the 49ers. So familiarity, yes, but not a whole lot of success. All right, but Alex,
3: you heard Cinderella, man. Like, yo, what's what's wrong? What's wrong, Bosa? You beat him you beat him easy last time. This ain't the same, man. This ain't the
4: same. I did I did forget to throw this off the top, which is interesting for the viewers. So just overall trends last few years on these games in championship weekend. Favorites have won six of the last eight games, five and three against the spread. But last year, KC and Philly both as one seeds covering. That's the first time one seeds covered since 2013. Hmm. I'm telling you. One of these dogs is covering. One of these dogs might win. Er, er, we er. might have a Scott household that's Ravens versus Lions. I want to know how that household's shaking out. Oh, got a, yes, a crazy house. Party oh, yeah, we, on we, Super we, I, I want
2: to have that party for yeah, two weeks. Yeah, that's why tough. I'm rooting for the Lions here. I'm telling you, Alex? Alex, because for two weeks we're gonna have every member of Bart's family on <laughs> to try to get because oh, he's gonna, you know, off. he's gonna trend. He's trending Ravens now. You know this. He's a Raven by <laughs> blood. So his family, there's gonna be a family feud. In Detroit, it'll be it'll be fantastic. All right, let's get to the because the, the, you talk about storylines. The AFC Championship game has a million of them, and it obviously starts with the quarterbacks and and what can be for both of these guys. Whoever wins and moves on and all that stuff, but just uh, brass tacks. This is a three and a half point spread, so obviously a lot closer. It's in Baltimore. Those obviously weather going to be involved, no matter where this game was played, whether it's Kansas City or here, but still at Baltimore, so they have the favor of just being home, but. How are you leaning in this game when you consider for Lamar Jackson, it's like the question is can he, not can he, because we know Ken during the regular season. Can Ken, Ken win, can Ken win MVPs. His record in the regular season is insane. But it's the playoffs that have been the, the struggle for him. He gets a playoff win under his belt. But this is now the biggest test of all. Can he get them to a Super Bowl? We know Patrick Mahomes can. So which way you lean on this game?
4: If you want to be the man, you gotta Ric Flair beat him. Listen, (laughs) I'm I'm leaning Ravens to win the game, but I look on DraftKings; it's gone up to four right now. You can stamp Chiefs plus four. They've won five as dogs outright, covered in four of those. We know Mahomes nine one and one ATS as a dog. This again. You could talk narrative on on the quarterback side of things. This is we we spoke on it last week. This is the best Ravens defense since two thousand nine. I think they show up and show out. I'm concerned on the turnover side of things. The Ravens led the regular season in the turnover differential department with plus twelve. Went back and looked at the Ravens losses, not including the last week of the season. Lamar had two ints against the Browns, two fumbles lost against the Colts, and three total turnovers. Uh, they did at the Ravens against the Steelers. That's not good when you look at his five playoff game sample sizes, five touchdowns, five interceptions. If he doesn't protect the Rock, it can open up a lane for KC. But I'm looking at Kansas City here in the last two games in the playoffs. They've only converted four times in the red zone out of the last 10. That's not going to get it done against the number one defense. But as far as the spread here... I got to take the points. I mean, this is a field goal game if I've ever seen one. This is a 23-20 type game with an over-under of 43. Two great field and goal kickers, too. I know, and Mahomes, he's been down seven-plus points ten times in the playoffs. I'm sure you guys have heard this out there, and only Brady has cooked him two times. He's undefeated with the man who's retired staying retired. When he goes down, they're never going to be out. So this is going to be a fascinating game. I think I might be end up live betting. I will say the public's on the Chiefs and the public's on the over. So I hate that I'm leaning the public side, but I cannot lay four against Patrick. I, I can't do it. And then you start thinking about Spagnola, and you know you looked at that Bill's offense at McDermott. They ran the ball for over 180 yards, and it's like, did they get bored? Just keep running the ball. That's yeah. why I think the Baltimore coaching staff's not going to, they're going to do what's necessary, kind of like Jim Harbaugh did in the, in the Michigan championship game, just keep running the rock against Washington, and they'll win the game. But if they try to get Q. Against KC, they could get got. I think Ravens win, Chiefs cover.
2: The the over, and you're going over with that, right? You said 43. No, no,
4: no. I'm going under. I'm sorry. uh, I'm saying the public's on the over. I'm going under. Oh, you're okay. You said you were going with the public. I I understand. So you are going. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, Ravens gave up 16 and a half. Chiefs gave up 17.3, and they're the top two sack leaders in the league. That's the other thing. Everyone's talking about the Ravens' D, but I mean, this was the year of Kansas City's defense carrying the offense.
3: Yeah, yeah. Like I said, this this may not be uh, the best offensive team that Mahomes ever played with, but it's definitely the best team that he's had. As far as you know, when you think about the defense helping taking someone off of his plate, because that defense kept him in. And is one of the best big game uh, coordinators of all of football. Even when his defenses aren't great, when it's a one game you know, it's a single elimination, he's one of the best in the business. You gotta you gotta give him his credit. So. It's going to be tough, but, you know, I, I think the Ravens win, but I think you, listen, you can't count Mahomes out, especially if it comes down to, like, making a play or not making a play. Like, he's going to make it close late.
4: Yeah, the problem is, again, we're on that that week-to-week regular season betting mode where you're, you're just on the Chiefs' wave. They look great against the Dolphins. They should have banged-up defense and a warm-weather team. And it was a banged-up Bills defense. I, I mean, that was a Bills team really – Playing with house money towards the end, there I know they had preseason Super Bowl expectations, but it was an anomaly that they ran the table and got to that spot. So this is where you do get God as a better, and you think that the Chiefs look invincible when, in reality, fifty three men versus fifty three men, the Ravens have the better roster. It's just, yeah, can Lamar do that? I, I think he can. Though I'm fired up. Uh.
3: Yeah, you know, hey. And I think when you think about Lamar's uh, record, we, we, we too often go about what it was. Remember, that was his first time as a full-time starter, right? Sure. The first time he a half-year starter, he was young. He filled in for Flacco. The second year was his MVP year. He realized that it's not easy. He was a one-and-done, and he's been hurt for the last two years. He's also matured more as a quarterback and as a leader since then. So I, I'm happy that we can change this narrative about what his playoff record was because it was his first year.
4: Well said. I mean, he, the fact that he gave that Pacino any given Sunday halftime speech, I mean, that says everything. Uh, that's what I want to see. My quarterback calling out everybody, but mainly on the offensive side. thats I mean, as a championship defense, which they are, that's what, what you want to see. So it could be the year of the Harbaugh's, gentlemen. Well, you
2: know, it's funny. It could, it could be, but I'll tell you what. Do you, just again, looking forward, do you look at this game as, like I asked this of Bart, as the
4: Super Bowl? And,
2: and what I mean is, whoever comes oh, yeah. out of this will be the favorite in the Super Bowl.
4: Absolutely. I agree wholeheartedly, Alan. Yes? Okay. I'm with I'm with you on whoever wins this game is, is doing it. Wow, okay. Winner of this game wins the Lombardi. All
2: right. 3 o'clock Sunday on CBS for the AFC Championship game. All right. The lunch money's out there for you. All you got to do is place your bets and try to cash in just like Alex has been doing these last couple of weeks. Good to talk to you, my man. Thanks, Alan. Thanks, Bart. Enjoy the games. All right, Alex Monaco, again, very entertaining. He's on our pregame shows for Knicks, and you can also – I think he's on Rangers too, right? And then you can also see him, of course, on The Better Half Hour on MSG Networks as well. And he has had a hell of a run, by the way. I mean, he's been – like I said, if you just stuck with his picks, you'd have some money in your pocket, and that's all this is Cheese on a taco, that's all Cheese we about. on a taco, that's all we're about. All right, let's get back into the Knicks conversation because, you know, like I said, it, it, they have been playing great the all-star thing with Brunson, it bothered me. It bothered me enough to call some people out who didn't vote. And people were upset that I'm calling out fans, saying it's unfair. And they have their case to make. And we spent the first hour of the show going over it. But more fans want to talk about it, including Jerry Ferraro. You know Jerry Ferrara is an actor and, of course, a writer. But he's a huge Knicks fan. And he's got some stuff to say to me. And I said, you want to come on the show and do it? And he said, Absolutely. See, he's going to join us next, and he's going to make the case for you, for all of you out there that feel like I'm coming at you. So this will be something you don't want to miss. It is coming up next, so stay with us. But first, Bart, if I may, you've been watching NFL playoffs from the sidelines. There's still time to get into the game with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. New customers bet this Sunday's conference championship games with $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. So you can do exactly all the things you just heard us talking about. Whether it is, of course, you, you, are you taking? Are you taking those points for Detroit? The seven and a half—that's a big number. Are You taking it? Are you taking the under of the forty-four? What is it? Forty-three? When it comes to the Chiefs and the Ravens, two really good defensive teams. If you follow those or more, those picks or more, go to FanDuel right now. Get started with one hundred and fifty dollars in bonus bets guaranteed when you place your first. $5 bet. Just visit FanDuel.com slash Allen to join today. That's FanDuel.com slash Allen. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official Sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 or older, physically present in New York. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable. Bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at Sportsbook.FanDuel.com for help with the gambling problem. Call one 877 8 or text Open Y 467 369
5: Visit 1 800 gambler.net. First bet offer for new customers only, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel.
2: We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham,
1: you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh hot waffle?
4: Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com.
1: Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN.
2: Now, we really just had this conversation just now. We really just had.
1: <laughs>
2: I said I told Bart so we're just obviously getting ready for the segment. I said, "All right, so I said, "But you know Jerry, right?" Yeah, I was like, "Which one?" And you said, "Which one?" I'm like, "What do you mean which one?" No, you said, yeah, you said power. I said, "Well, well which I just one? mentioned I mentioned power. You love power." So I said, "Power." And you're yeah. like And then you went turtle, and I said, "Well, yeah." Yeah. <laughs> like, I
3: mean, I called Mike up day day
2: like yeah, I've talked to oh, – oh my god. Anyways, Jerry Farrar joins us right now, <laughs> and he's calling it about the Nick stuff. But at first, because of what Bart said, Jerry, I mean, it's you, iconic. You, but you and Bart, you've talked. To, Bart has had you on yes, other shows yes. before, of course. We talked which before. Which one? Yeah, I
3: didn't.
2: I didn't know there was another Jerry Farrar, my My bad.
3: No, I ain't hear the first the last name, man. Like listen, Alan. You know I got ADHD. I like I'm looking at the I'm looking at Saint Brown running across here. I got two I got two screens going on. I'm checking. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm, I'm doing all kinds of stuff. You did
2: first take this morning. I completely understand. I completely understand. I'm
3: shopping. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what up, OG? Triple OG. It's always a pleasure hey, to have you up, all, Jerry? man. How you doing? Do, 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 don't worry about you it.
0: No, I was just hoping you're not bummed out. Maybe you thought it was like Jerry Seinfeld or something. You didn't hear the last <laughs> oh, no, name, no, but no, no.
2: No, no. I'm here. I'm here. No, not bummed out at all. Glad yeah. to have you. Glad we could do this because I know it's been – look, the one thing that we know about the Knicks and especially social media is that the passion, it is – Like I see it, no matter what I do, if I if I tweet a little video that's just goofy, or if I say something that might piss people off, it's the response is off the charts. I mean, we all know Candace Parker dealt with that for a couple of days earlier this week, but you know, you 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 had you have the other side of this take that I have when it comes to Jalen Brunson, who finished inches away from being a starter in the All Star game. That I think you and I can both agree that the impact that he has had for this team and what he's done, and the way he carries himself, and all those things. Like, you got to feel, as a fan, well-deserved if he had gotten that kind of honor. So we all are both coming from the same place. But what I was saying is, is that, and I said it in December, I started this stuff in December when they started voting, Jerry, and I said, you know, like, you guys aren't going to vote this guy in. I know you're not. Like, I, this is what you do. You're not going to do it. And they didn't. And I was right because not for the fans who did vote, because they did their job. It's this... Countless ones who come at me for all these excuses and reasons why they didn't vote—that is what pisses me off. What do you see in this?
0: I, look, I completely understand that point. Uh, the people who say they won't vote or don't think they need to—I get it. But how many people are we really talking about if you come across like that, Alan? A hundred, hundred and fifty? It's like, look, I do think that the, the turnout from Knicks fans was soft. But am I going to? And this is what I got into it with Chris Mannix about from mm-hmm. Sports Illustrated. Are we really gonna blame Nick fans for the the not so great voting numbers from Brunson? I get it, biggest media market, Nick fans are passionate. But come on, like if we're willing to say that, we were voting mellow in for years. So are we saying that we just stopped voting? Like it's a much bigger competition and voting process than hey, this is the local votes matter. If we could actually get the the stats of where these votes came from, do we think all of Milwaukee voted for Dane Lillard? To separate them by 800,000 votes? No. Dave Lillard has more streams on Spotify with his music career and his 10 million followers on Instagram. It's just bigger than that. We definitely were soft in the votes. I think the turnout could have been better. But I was asking Maddox, and I'll ask you, like, what, what is supposed to happen to make up these 800,000 votes differentiating between Brunson and Lillard? And Lillard, and Lillard it deserves it, by the way. Lillard also has been fantastic.
2: He's been good. I, I wouldn't go that far. He hasn't been good defensively, and then their coach got fired. But he all they, all you wow. need now. now I know this sounds. 13. I know they are. You're right, but, but, but the coach still got fired. They. What I was saying though is that if you go by the weighted score, the first of all, Mello was voted in. There was no media and fan, uh, uh, media and player vote at the time. So there was strictly right. all fan, and that that's what they had to get Correct. away from it. When you see that, even. The big bad media that so-called every all they hate the Knicks they hate the Knicks they had Jalen as a starter they had him as two so that makes him a starter the the players even had him top four so the fact that the fans couldn't even get him into the top four he was four hundred thousand votes behind Donovan Mitchell four hundred thousand in New York City that's not a lot of people I mean that's the one two and three line on a Wednesday.
0: But Mitchell didn't get the, the votes to start either. And I even go back to like twenty But that would have broke, But then there gonna... wouldn't have been
2: no tie, though, is my point, Jerry. You wouldn't have had the weighted score of 3-7 th- or 3-whatever it was, three one five, whatever it was that was equal to, to Lillard. It wouldn't have been equal. It would have pushed him over the top if he would have been fourth instead of fifth. That's the point I'm making. And you wouldn't you... have needed the tiebreaker.
0: But do we think that all of Cleveland was voting for Donovan Mitchell and that's why he got in? Like, what happened in 2021 with Brooklyn? No, but what happened in 2021 with Brooklyn when Kevin Durant was the number one vote-getter in the Eastern Conference on the Brooklyn Nets, who maybe have 400,000 fans total? (laughs) Sorry, shots fired. My fault.
6: Uh,
0: How come he was voted in? Uh, Well, why was Kyrie Irving, who was not a big fan favorite in 2021, why was he number three in votes? James Harden, all, that whole Brooklyn team had three All Stars in contention for starters and leading vote getters. The like point you so, is, is, I it's like so you much. much. I don't than want to tear vote.
2: it down. I don't want to tear you down, but that is a not terrible.
1: Jalen Brunson vote. and it's Kevin Durant are on
2: two different stratospheres when it comes
0: to popularity, but and it's still, is they James don't. James Lillard, who's a top 75 player and has 10 million followers, and he's a great player. He's a top 75 all time player.
2: Yes, right. I know. And this is New York. With the largest market, you travel the country. You've been to again. I know you're in L. A. And you see how it is. I've been traveling with this team as well. I go to play. It's at the they take over arenas. There's a ton of fans all the time. They're not just in New York. They're all around the league. It's to me. I agree. It's they makes a lot of times fans make so much noise about things with their team, and you finally have the opportunity to show the whole league. Look what happens when we take a guy that nobody knew about that everybody thought you overpaid for a backup point guard, and he has become what he's become. Watch us turn him into a star. You know, everybody says the Knicks need a star. What if they made a star? What if we took a guy? Because you know if TNT and ESPN see the numbers, see, oh, my God, look at how many votes he got. People love this guy. We need, you know, this guy's a star. We need to talk more about him. But we instead are saying we got to bring in a star. We got to manufacture one. What if we just create one on our own because we have a guy that is embodying everything you would want your player to be, the humility of the 70s Knicks, the toughness of the 90s Knicks. Like all the teams that you loved, he embodies all that stuff. But there are people that told me they I couldn't be bothered to, to vote.
0: I, I mean, again, did
2: 100 people tell you that or 100,000? I mean, it was, it was more than enough for me to realize that that was a problem, that that is enough of a problem. I
0: think that – It's definitely, again, I completely agree that the turnout from Knicks fans was soft, for sure. The numbers should have been better. But to say he's not a starter because of you, Knicks fans, I think is bizarre. Because I think when you mentioned about having a star, I think it's happening in front of our eyes. Yes. He got snubbed for the All-Star game last year. He got snubbed for All-NBA last year. Guess what? Mm-hmm. Charles Barkley was on TNT defending the fact that he got snubbed. So he is being yeah. talked about. It's happening right now in real time. How about that? So he has to catch up a little bit. I'm willing to guarantee to almost anyone, if he has this kind of season next year that he's having now, guaranteed I'll put money on it with anyone he's an All-Star starter. Because we're talking about him now. Mm-hmm. And let's be honest, the Knicks haven't been talked about until, what, the last month? Mm-hmm really with interest people don't watch nick fans watch is we're not we have 25 national games this year the most you've had in god knows how long right so it's starting to catch on now but i think there's a certain amount of people who vote and a certain amount who don't if you're trying to get the casual person who doesn't vote but loves watching Knicks games that's a tall order. That's why I was asking Maddox, what are we supposed to orchestrate? What kind of campaign do we need to orchestrate to garner 400,000 more votes or 800,000 more votes? That's yeah. not easy. There's people who just love the Knicks who just don't vote.
2: Yeah. The
0: not certain- because they don't want to support Brunson. They just don't vote. They well, don't vote we- for all star we- They never and- have. And,
2: Jerry, what you're doing and what I'm doing are all going to help this, which is why we do it.
0: I hope but- so.
3: Yeah. But, Jer, but Jer- uh, is-, is it easier to see the forest through the trees You know, um, when you think about, you know, maybe this is a blessing in disguise because you guys got bigger fish to fry. The fact that maybe he won't wear himself out with all the activities for the um, All-Star game, he'll be there. But, you know, he may not get those type of minutes. Are we saying that, you know, because he's been playing a lot of minutes, he can use the
0: rest. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Look, I I would love nothing more than the stat line of Jalen Brunson played three minutes. Got, hit two threes, and then sat out and rested, of <laughs> course, because we also know Tibbs is going to put some mileage on our guys for sure. But, you know, I, look, if I could actually talk to Brunson, I would I would love to know his thoughts on, like, do you – of course he cares, and he's competitive and wants the accolades. Like, are you really looking at Knicks fans like, man, you guys have let me down? Maybe he is. I don't know. I would love to ask him that if I could. But – um I think he's going to get all the accolades he deserves. Because also, if we're going to do this giant campaign for Brunson, should we not also do it for Randall? Are we just going to do it for Brunson? Yeah, we really now, like Now, Randall's never going to start, but he certainly deserves all-star consideration.
2: Yeah, no, he does. And you know what? It, I guess it's because he's already been an all-star and Jalen's never. I guess that's probably why there's a little more uh, energy, energy behind this. But Jer- we're talking with Jerry Ferrara. Tell me, though, just now, just a macro view of this season, what you saw last night, last night was just an unbelievable night, what they did and how they played, but how they've played since this trade. Are your You've been a lifelong Knicks fan. Are your expectations, are they going up? Bart asked me this earlier in the week, and it was a tough question to answer. Has your expectations suddenly raised with this team, and what are they?
0: That is, that is truly the hardest question in the yep. world as a Knicks fan right now because we are so far ahead of schedule yep. expectation-wise from where we ever thought we'd be at this point. I think mm-hmm. we all knew this team's going to compete. There's a bunch of competitors on the team, but to be sitting here and then with the trade that we made, 11-2, January, one of the craziest plus-minus differentials ever, mm-hmm. you know, now the conversations I'm having with Knicks fans is like, oh, shoot, do we got to trade for a star? Well, maybe we don't now. Maybe we got stars. Do we need to bolster the bench? But how do you also say that with how do you mess with this team right now right. with what they got going? You, I, I get it. You want to get ready for the playoffs. My view is leave it alone for now because you know once the playoffs come, this, the rotation is going to shrink. Mm-hmm. You're going to be able to hide guys. I don't think there will be a minute that goes by where either Brunson, Randall, or OG on won't be on the floor mm-hmm. in the playoffs. It's like that almost now. So I kind of want to stay. You want to find out about Grimes? Let's see him play in the playoffs because that's going to be truly. If you're becoming a good team, that's going to be your judgment. Yeah. If you're a good regular season team, then you're going to be judged by your playoff games.
2: You, you nailed it all there. I mean, to me, this starting five, I wouldn't touch it. You know, I know that Deontay Murray and all that stuff is like sounds exciting. I wouldn't touch this five right now. How well they're playing. They're, they're, you got to look at the. You mentioned the plus minuses, like the, the the three player plus minuses on on this team. Like I think five of them are the top five in the league right now. Like it's just ridiculous. So that you don't mess with. I do think a couple of vets on the bench, sprinkle them in just so you can have – you know how Tibbs is. you got to have faith in some guys, and he doesn't really – he believes in veterans more than anything. You know he cuts it down to about eight or even seven sometimes in a playoff series, but you got to right. get through a regular season without having Jalen play 38, 39 minutes a night. So if they do that at the deadline, I'm telling I think they're a team you don't want to face. Like you just don't want to play them – Because they they have shown you already how tough they are, how resilient they are, and then they got two guys that can drop 30 on you on a given night.
0: And there's a giant looming wild card that I'm sure the Knicks organization knows and is not tipping their hand way more than we know. Is Mitchell Robinson coming back or not? You know, to me, who knows, right? That injury on a big guy, you hear screws and all that Mm -hmm. stuff, That, that scares everybody. And if he does come back, what, what can he give, right? Where's his cardio at? Where's his foot? But if that guy comes back and he's 80% and you're able to have Robinson or Hartenstein on the floor at all times, then so what moves do you need to make? You're basically getting back one of the, the best offensive rebounders in the league and one of the best rim protectors.
2: Yeah, 100% right. Again, get me, a, get me a veteran guy can handle the basketball, and if Mitchell Robinson comes back, I'm with you on that. Now, Jerry, we'd be remiss, though, because I know you're, you also love the Giants. I've got to ask you this question. Yeah. Bill Belichick doesn't get a job this offseason. Now he's kind of hanging around the NFL for a year with no job. He's hovering over the Giants now. You know that, right? Like, How would you feel about that? Would you, would you be the guy that's like, if they start one in three, you're already thinking about it? Like, or Are you, like, are you saying, I'm not doing it. He, he's past his prime. I'm not doing it. You know how much he loves the Giants. You know how much John Mara reveres him. Do you feel as a fan that that could be an option for you or do you want nothing to do with it?
0: It's so tough because, obviously, nothing but respect for Belichick. One of my favorite things Bill Belichick's ever done with football, besides coaching, is when he did that NFL top 75. Just hearing oh, him fantastic. talk about Lawrence Taylor yeah. Yeah. was amazing. That's one of the best pieces, and if you guys listening haven't seen that, go check that out. So, yeah, look, I have a lot of respect for Dable. He did miracles two seasons ago, I thought, with that roster the way it is. I, I think he deserves the full chance. And to see what happens, but you know, you know, it's New York. If it's one in three, one in four, all that stuff's going to kick off. But I, I almost want to see what Belichick does. You know, if he doesn't take, I guess what is what's left really. Washington, I think, is the yeah, only gig yeah, left in Seattle. Yeah.
3: He might so, take a gap. He might I, take I a gap I am curious year. to see how he
0: handles his offseason.
3: Yeah, he might take a gap year, like Mike McCarthy came, gonna you know, go build up his staff and get modernized. But uh, you know, he's very entertaining when you ask him anything that's not in a post-game uh, conference or something right. about his team. Right. Like, so I'll be interested to see. I can see him in a booth. He he, he got to be better than Jason Garrett. I'm ready to poke <laughs> my eyes out listening to him. <laughs> Jesus Christ, this dude's horrible.
2: <laughs> poke your eyes out listening.
3: Yes,
0: exactly. I don't want you to see You hate it already. so much you I don't do even want to see it. <laughs> Yeah, I do love Dable, and I thought things got way—you know—the wheels came off this year, and between him and Saquon and Tommy DeVito and some of the vets, I've, I, at least as a fan from the outside, it looked like he was able to pull the team back together, which I think is a small, True. small win of the season, which doesn't count for anything and no one will remember. But um, you know, I'm a Dable guy. I, last two years ago, I keep saying last year. Two years ago, that run with zero oh, expectations, yeah. I thought, was like a magnificent job of coaching.
2: Yeah, no, coach of the year, no doubt. And, again, like I said, like you just said it, it's New York, so you know there's a little sort of Damocles hanging over that franchise if you're off to a, a slow start because everybody will start bringing up Bill if if he's a free agent. Jerry, we got to leave it right there, but I'll tell you what, open invitation anytime you want,
3: all right? I
0: appreciate you guys. Thanks for the chance. Right. And, yeah, we'll talk yeah. soon, Ellen. Yeah, I got to go
3: get violated next week, so if you want to come in and host, you know what I'm saying, it's all good. Yeah, the violation.
2: Alan, thing. hit me up. Hit me no, no, I guys. got you. Yeah. If you want it, we can do all right. it for sure. All right, thanks, Jerry. Jerry Ferrara again. And it's, all right, so you're already opening the seat. I see that. Okay.
3: Listen, man. Hopefully, I don't know if I understand what you're I don't know doing. I, I don't know if I'm be sore. He listen. He's excellent, man. He, it was flawless. No, he's, he's
2: great. But but I'm just saying for you, like what you're acting like. What you're doing. Anyways, we'll talk about it <laughs> some other time. All right, we'll finish up with some thoughts before we hand it off to the K Show.
5: Go to Shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network.
1: Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. It's that time, Bar
2: Scott. Is that time? It's yeah. Friday, and the Superbox Bonanza, by the way, continues. Over $10,000 in cash and prizes. You get a $25 fanatic gift card, chance of one in 10 Superboxes. Just Listen to, to, to D.P.H.O. and Rothenberg. Listen to our show. K-Show coming up as well for a chance to win. All brought to you by Tullamardu Irish Whiskey and the brand-new Telemordu Honey and uh, Security Dodge. For full contact details, go to SuperboxBonanza.com. All right, Bart. It's time for Can't Wait
3: with Bart Scott. on, oh, man, we trying to go for the Bart Bowl 2000. You know it's only one thing that even matters this week, and that's foosball, Bobby Boucher style, baby. We talking about can them 3-1 thirds go out to the bay and make it rain? Yeah, 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 we can. We going to see that, and we want to go see if these Baltimore Ravens and Lamar Jackson can make the conversation of AFC a conversation about multiple quarterbacks, not just Patrick Mahomes. That's all we got to see. That's all there is. There all as it was. That's all I gotta say. So it is said. So it shall damn be. The Bart Bowl. It. We
2: are all rooting for the Lions, just because. The Bart Bowl. Yeah, this is the Bart Bowl. We have to have this. You're gonna be so torn. We gotta have Lions, Ravens. Gotta. I mean, I'm telling you, it's the like whole picking between family. Your family and your wife. Not all of us. It's like picking between everybody your family and your who, wife. Who, who, everybody who loves our show, Bart and Hunt. This weekend, that's your homework. You root for the Lions. You root for the Ravens because we need this. We need civil
1: war in Bart's household. Yeah.
2: His family be
1: coming for him. Enjoy so, the games,
2: everybody. The K-Show is next. I'll see you Monday, Bart. i
1: Thanks for listening to the Bart and Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN.